You hear persons say that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, and this is so far from the truth. The book cover is the first thing that you see when you make that purchasing decision. You look at the title, you look at the images, you even look at the overall vibe of the book. Then you will move on to the other elements. The book title is one of the first things that potential readers see, and it's the first impression that they have of your book. A good book title can capture readers' attention, spark curiosity, and entice them to pick up your book. It is an essential part of your book's branding and your marketing efforts. A well-chosen book title can help your book stand out in a crowded marketplace, increase its chances of being read and recommended. Therefore, it's really important that as writers, as new writers, as fine writers, that you learn how to come up with a book name or book title that is going to accurately reflect the content and appeal to your ideal readers. And yes, I know knowing your ideal readers is really important. You need to know what they like to read. You need to know why they like to read that book. And also, so you need to know what motivates them to pick up a book in the genre that you write. If you want help on discovering your ideal readers, you can definitely check out my ideal reader mini course. There, I help you to find your target readers using five proven methods of success. You can have access to that course at jewishpages.com forward slash mini course. In this episode, I'm going to provide you with some practical tips and examples for new writers when it comes to coming up with your book name or your book title. I'm going to go through some various techniques for generating book title ideas. I'm also going to provide you with some examples of successful book titles. I'm going to explain how they effectively convey the essence of that book. We are even going to play a little game. So get your pen and paper close by. By the end of this episode, you're going to have a better understanding of how to choose a good book title that aids you in getting your book into your reader's hands. We became writers because more than anything, we wanted to share our stories with the world. But the reality is, becoming a successful author requires more than brainstorming, outlining and editing. We realized that without an audience, our books would never reach our readers' hands. So we have to take action. I'm Joe Nicole, and I'm on a mission to help you get your books visible and into readers' hands. To do that, we need to work together. You need to continue to write your story and I will provide you with the strategies and resources you need to become the success you were meant to be. This episode is brought to you by Meet Your Milestones. It's my principal author planner store that specializes in author writing planners. Our most significant is our signature planner that is a genre-specific novel planner. As writers, we've got lots of notes while planning and editing our drafts. With the genre-specific planner, you can keep all your notes in one place. From brainstorming to publishing and marketing, the genre-specific planner has a section for every stage in writing and publishing. Visit meetyourmilestones at jewishpages.com forward slash shop to browse in the wide selection. So understanding the genre and your target audience of your book is really crucial when it comes to coming up with a book title, a really, really good book title. In my mini course, I help you to understand exactly the genre that you're writing in. I break down how you can even go about discovering that genre. The genre of your book can really help you to determine the tone, the style, even the content of your title, and then the audience that you're targeting 
they're going to have like specific expectations. They're going to have specific preferences for the titles that they are likely to pick up. For instance, a romance novel title would be so different from a self-help book title. The romance novel title would be more emotional and expressive, while a self-help book would have a more descriptive and straightforward title. It's similar when you are targeting young adults. You want to choose a title that is more contemporary and more trendy, while if you're targeting an older audience, you want to choose a title that's more traditional or classic. Now, we're going to do a little exercise, so get your pen and paper if you can. If you're sitting, you know you have pen and paper close by. I want you to draw out five columns. You're going to name each column in this order. First of all, you're going to name fiction. Column one is fiction. Column two is nonfiction. Column three is self-help. Column four is romance. And then column five is mystery thriller. You got that? Column one, fiction. Column two, nonfiction. Column three, self-help. Column four, romance. And then column five, mystery thriller. Okay. Now I'm going to call out some book titles and I want you to place those titles in the corresponding column. So the first book title, The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. Which column would that fall into? Fiction, non-fiction, self-help, romance, or mystery thriller? What do you think? The second book title, The Da Vinci Code by Dan Brown. Now, which column did that fall into? The third title, the To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. And the fourth book title, Me Before You by Jojo Moe. And the fifth and final one will be How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. So, according to these book titles, which columns would you say that these books fall into? Now, The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale, that actually falls into the self-help column. And then The Da Vinci Code by Dan Brown, that is actually a mystery thriller. We have To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee, which falls into the fiction category. You have Me Before You by Jojo Moe, which is a romance book. And then you have How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, which is actually a non-fiction book. Now, did you get any of these books right? Like, did you put them in the right column? Let me know. As you can see, the book titles differ based on the genre, and each title really accurately reflects the genre and even the ideal reader. As a writer, it's really important that you research successful books in your genre and really analyze their titles. This can provide you with the valuable insights into the conventions and expectations of your genre, as well as the strategies that successful authors have used to create a compelling book title. By really analyzing successful titles, you can identify patterns, keywords, and even themes that resonate with your ID readers in your genre, and then you can use those to create a title that accurately reflects the content and appeal of your book. So what I want to encourage you is that I want you to research successfully books in your genre and really analyze their titles. This is something that we talk about in my ID Reader mini course as well too. We talk about looking at your titles to identify your genre, 
we talk about like getting titles to understand you know when it comes to like getting your book cover and things like that what's going to appeal to your ideal reader and so you can start by browsing the online bookstores you can use like amazon to go through and see what book titles persons in your genre have used in order to appeal to their readers i want you to start reading reviews I want you to check out the bestseller list to see what titles are really resonating with readers in that genre. Then I want you to analyze the titles. Ask yourself these three questions. First of all, what keywords do they use? How do they reflect the tone and content of the book? And what do they communicate about the author's message and theme? When you do this, you're going to learn from successful authors and you're going to develop a better understanding of how you can craft a title that's really going to attract readers to your book. Now that you have laid the foundation for crafting that book title, let us choose some techniques for generating book title ideas. And here are three really popular ones, right? We have word association. So this technique really involves brainstorming related words and concepts that are associated with your book's theme or message. So you start with a central word or phrase and then you write down the words that come to mind when you think about that word. So you want to keep adding related words and concepts until you have this full list of potential title ideas. It's pretty cool. A second thing that you can do is involving writing down everything that comes to mind when you think about your book's theme, message and content. And so this is called free writing. You don't want to worry about grammar. You don't want to worry about spelling. You don't want to worry about structure. All you are focusing on is getting your ideas down on paper. You're all focusing on just being scrappy initially. Then you want to review what you've written. You're looking for keywords. You're looking for phrases. And you're looking for themes that can be used in that book title. The third technique that I want to talk about will be mind mapping. And that is where you create a visual diagram of your book's theme, message, and related ideas. So you're going to start with a central word or a central idea. Then you're going to create branches that relate concepts and ideas together. Then you're going to look for common themes and patterns that emerge. And then you're going to use those as a potential title. And so these techniques will help you to generate a very huge range of title ideas. It's also going to help you to explore different angles, different perspectives of your book's content things that you probably didn't even realize that you had. These techniques can be used individually, or you can actually combine word association with mind mapping with free writing. And that's going to help you to even have like a wider range of title ideas to choose from for your book. Now, sometimes the daunting task of naming your book is too much a bit. I know that as a writer, when I was naming my trilogy, the first book in my trilogy, it was this very long process. It was very tedious. I didn't even have all these tips that I'm sharing with you today and I honestly I wish I had these tips back then but I did write down a list of potential ideas of which I honestly I did not use and that opened my mind to the title that I have now and so one of the things that really helped me was brainstorming with my friends and my family I remember I kept going to my mom and discussing the contents of the book and as a psychological mystery trailer writer, my work has to do a lot with the matters of the mind and the psyche. And so we incorporated that in the first book in my trilogy. And so all this to say is that a little help may be necessary. 
Maybe a word association in the mind map when if you're writing just isn't working out for you. Then you can go ahead and brainstorm with friends, with family, even with writing groups. They can be a really good place for you to find, you know, ideas. Sometimes an outside perspective can really give you fresh ideas and insights that you may not have thought about on your own. And this is something that I could like relate to, this is something I understand because I get fresh perspectives from my siblings, my family, my mom. They really help me when it comes to the naming of my stories. So the first thing that you want to do when you're like seeking out help, you can look for writing groups. You can ask them to help you brainstorm some ideas that um, you have. And then you can also to in return brainstorm some general title ideas for them as well too. So it's a win-win situation that you can get some feedback. Another avenue that you can take would be friends and family. And so, yes, they are not professionals. They may not even be professionals in the publishing industry. But the great thing about them is that they are actually readers. So you can get a reader perspective on a title. So if your family does do reading, they like to read novels or they just like read in general, they're readers, you can have a reader perspective, which is really good when you're coming out into this world with your book. So you want to, you know, let them read a summary of the book. You want to give them some sample chapters and you want them to share their thoughts on potential titles for your story. A third avenue would be social media. And so you can use social media platforms in order to get your wider audience involved. And a great way to do that is like posting a question or posting a poll, asking your followers to suggest book titles or even voting on their favorites. So you can have like a potential list of um, titles, probably like two to four titles. And then you can ask your audience, your social media followers, which title they think would resonate best with them and allow them to vote and you can choose from there. By involving others in the brainstorming process, you get this wide range of perspectives. You get to generate more ideas. The nice thing about it as well too is that you are getting your community involved in the entire process, which makes it more exciting for them, which is actually a part of the book marketing strategy because now they were involved in naming your book. They were involved in other aspects of your marketing strategy, which means that at the end of the day, when your book does come out, they will want to read that because they knew that they had a part in whatever it is you know you did during that writing process. So it's a really good marketing technique as well too. It's really important for you to remember that brainstorming is a process that allows you to get a lot of ideas. But you want to make sure that you consider the feedback in light with what, you know, the goals and the vision that you have for your book. You don't want to allow everybody else's opinions to cast a shadow over what you really wanted for your book. Remember, you're just getting these ideas and then you're going to like look at them, or, you know, filter through them to see what really resonates with you. Remember also, too, that some ideas may seem silly. Some ideas may seem totally unrelated to your book at first. But I want you to capture all the ideas. No matter how strange they are, no matter how unrelated they may seem, you want to get ideas, you want to capture all of them because unexpected insights really come from these ideas. They can serve as inspiration as well to a better idea. So take as much as you can take and analyze from there. 
sometimes you may find it very helpful for you to like put all those ideas like in a separate document or a notebook so you can do that you can quickly jot down ideas when it comes to your mind things like that it's really important for you to revisit these lists of ideas regularly even if you don't choose a title right away because sometimes new ideas emerge sometimes old ones may suddenly seem more fitting Sometimes the best ideas come from unexpected places. And so thinking on the box is something that you shouldn't be afraid to do. You want to get all these ideas, you want to explore all these different possibilities. And then with time and practice, you're going to find something that really captures the essence of your book and resonates with your readers. The book title, it can be a really powerful tool in conveying the theme and the message of the book to ID readers. This title would accurately reflect the content. It would accurately reflect the tone of your book that's going to attract the readers who are really interested in this particular theme or message. So a really good example of this would be the title, The Power of Positive Thinking. That immediately suggests that this book is going to explore the benefits of maintaining a positive mindset. When you think of a title like The Art of War, this implies that the book is going to offer some insights on military strategy and tactics. In addition, when it comes to conveying theme and messages of your book, the title can also set the tone and the mood. And so a title like The Lovely Bones, that suggests a haunting malaconic story. While a title like The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy would suggest a humorous and irreverent tone. So as you can see here, your title does a lot. It's a really powerful tool because it's not just, you know, conveys the theme and the message, but also sets the tone and the mood. So it does a lot of things. When you choose a title that's accurately reflecting the content, the tone, the mood, the theme, it can really attract the right readers. And that's what we're all about. You're attracting the right ID readers to your book. It can set expectations of what they expect from your book as well, too. It can help to establish your book's brand and identity in the marketplace, and it can make it easier for your readers to remember and recommend it to others. And we all know that word of mouth recommendations is key when it comes to getting your book out there, especially when you are a new writer. One effective technique is coming up with a book title is brainstorming words and phrases. So we talked about that in the beginning, and so I'm going to go through some tips how you can go about doing that. We're going to do a little, another little exercise. So, you know, get out your pen and paper. Let's continue. So we're going to do word association. First of all, we're going to start with a list of words. And it needs to relate to your book's content or theme. So I want you to sit down and think about your book, what genre that your book is in, and what the content of your story would be or is. It doesn't really matter if you are still in like the drafting phases of your book and things like that. It's really essential that, you know, you think about titles early on instead of thinking about titles later on, you know, these things will progress as you go. So you're going to sit and you're going to think about some words that really, you know, relate to your book's content and theme. So for instance, if your book is a mystery novel, so I write a lot of mystery thrillers, mystery suspense, psychological thrillers. So if your book is a mystery novel, then you can start with words like suspense, intrigue, or clues, right? You start with words that relate to the genre that you are writing in. And then you want to expand on that list. So now think about 
if your book is related to probably, you know, what the book is about. So my mystery novel, A Detective Trying to Solve a Cold Case. Now, the words that I'm going to use to expand on this list would be investigation, unsolved mystery, or cold trail. This is going to help me to capture the nuances and the subtleties in the book's teeth. The next thing that I want to do would be to consider my ID readers. And so I'm going to ask myself some questions, right? I'm going to ask myself what words or phrases would appeal to them. So as a mystery writer, what words and phrases would appeal to the mystery psychological thriller audience? I want to think about that. And then I want to think about what would capture their interest or imagination. So a lot of times mystery, especially if it's like murder mystery and things like that, persons are really interested in what goes on in the psyche, what goes on in the mind, persons are interested in, in a murder, in multiple murder, um, and things like that. So you want to think about what is going to capture your audience interest. And then you want to experiment with different combinations. And so we have a list of potential words and phrases, and we're going to see what sounds best. So you want to like combine different words, you want to rearrange the author, or you want to add a subtitle to clarify the book's message or theme. So this exercise is actually going to help you not only to just get your book title under the way, but also to, to actually get a subtitle for your book, which is also really important. Now, if you don't know, I really love descriptive examples. And so I'm going to go through some examples of book titles that's really going to convey this theme or message so that you can get a better understanding of what we are talking about in this episode. So first of all, we're going to talk about The Killer Mockingbird by Harper Lee. Now, when you listen to this title, when you hear this title, you read this title. This title is of a classic novel reflecting the main message of the book. The idea is that it is a sin to kill a mockingbird, which serves as a metaphor for the innocent and vulnerable members of society who are unjustly persecuted. Now, if you have never read To Kill a Mockingbird, you've never read it, I bet you didn't know that. Another one we can talk about would be The Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Swellinger. And we see that this reflects the protagonist's desire to protect the innocence and purity of childhood. The title refers to the misinterpretation of Robert Burns' poem that Holden Caulfield believes means he should be the catcher in the rye who saves children from falling off a cliff into the world of adulthood. I find... It's very interesting. The title just conveys so much. And then we have 1984 by George Orwell. And this is a dystopian novel that refers to a year in which the book is set and it reflects the message that a totalitarian government can control the present and the future by manipulating the past. We have Brave New World by Aldous Huxley, which is a, of another dystopian novel. And that reflects the message that a society that prioritizes happiness and pleasure over personal freedom and individuality is not necessarily a utopia, but rather a dystopia. I just am so blown away by this information. And then also to the profound be the road not taken by Robert Frost. And you see, this is not a book, it's actually a poem, but it conveys the title that choices and decisions can have a significant impact on one's life. And that the path less traveled may lead to unexpected outcomes. So these titles, they don't only reflect the content and the tone of the book, but it also really captures the essence of the theme and the message that the author is trying to convey. And it's really beautiful. 
I just want to say that I never thought about, you know, that I'd be able to create a detailed episode on titling a novel. Someone in the audience, or a few persons in um, my audience, did ask the question about how to go about creating a good book name for their book and, you know, the elements and so on and so forth. And so honestly, I thought that, you know, book title creation was a lot easier and I thought it was actually easier than writing a book. But then when I sat down, I did the research and I tried to reflect on what the process of me going through naming my books were. I really realized that book title creation is no joke. It is not an easy process because you're literally trying to include the essence of a novel in a few words. And that is no easy feat. And so if you are in the stage of naming your book, I really, really hope that this episode has helped you so far. We're going to take a short break. Remember, all the links and products that I speak about on this show can be found in the show notes of this episode. Or you can head across to jewishpeaches.com forward slash five zero to get access to everything. We will be right back. This episode is brought to you by the Target Reader mini course. Get 20% off your purchase, identify your perfect readers for your book, and put yourself on the path to writing success in as little as 30 minutes a week. You can grab your mini course at jewishpeaches.com forward slash mini course. And we are back. Before the break, we talked about including the essence of your novel in a few words. Having a simple and memorable book title is crucial for catching the attention of potential readers and creating a lasting impression. And so there are some, you know, elements of a title, a short, catchy title. It's very easy to remember. And so remember that if your title is easy for your readers to remember, they are going to recommend it to persons. They are also going to search for it online and in bookstores. Another thing too, it's easy to pronounce. So when it's easier to pronounce, it makes it easier for readers to talk about the book with others. So they're going to remember it because it's easier to pronounce. A a third thing would be that it's memorable. And so it will most likely stick in your readers' minds and create a really lasting impression. This can also be important when your book is in crowded book markets where there's like, many books buying for readers attention you want to make sure that your title is memorable like i read the book variety very short very easy to remember very easy to pronounce very memorable and up to this day i can still recommend variety to persons who are looking for a good mystery thriller and also too variety does reflect the book's content because it is all about this woman variety and so the fourth thing that it needs to do is reflect the book's content. It really needs to help readers understand that this book is about this at a glance, which is going to be helpful when it comes to making a decision. When you look to see what it is makes helps you to make a decision with a book, a lot of times the title is a greater portion of that than anything else. And so you want to make sure that your title is easy to remember easy to pronounce, memorable, and reflect the book content. You do not want to have uh, long, complicated book titles that are difficult to remember or difficult to spell because then persons are not going to want to pick up your book to read, persons are not going to be interested in even recommending your book to other persons. If we look at some of these successful book titles, we would see that these titles are very simple and memorable. So you have things like Harry Potter, Who is ever going to forget Harry Potter by J.K. Rowling? No one. Harry Potter is like a big thing 
in the world today. And then you have things like the Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. We're not going to forget that. You have the Hobbit. We're not going to forget that. The Lord of the Rings. We're not going to forget that. You have the Force of the Stars. You have the Great Gatsby. These are books with short, catchy, simple, memorable titles that till this day, we do not forget. Each of these titles are simple, memorable, and they accurately reflect the contents of the book. It's easy to remember, it's easy to spell, and they have become widely recognized among popular readers. They have been turned into movies. So it's really important that your title is simple and memorable. The final reason for a book title is a crucial element in creating an effective book cover and marketing campaign. And so your book title is going to influence the design cover of your book. Your book title is going to provide inspiration for colors, images, and the typography, which is the writing of your book. And it's going to help you to create a cover that is going to reflect the book's content and appeal to ideal readers. Your book title does that job. Your book title is also really essential when it comes to branding your book. A memorable title is going to help you to create a recognizable brand for the book and for you as the author. And it's going to make it easy for you to market this book and do a following. Your book title is responsible for that. Your book title is also responsible for a marketing of the book. It accurately reflects what your story is about. It's easy to remember, easy to spell, and it's going to make and allow you to create effective marketing campaigns that's going to appeal to your ideal readers. Your book title does that. Your book title is also too really crucial when it comes to getting your book discoverable online and even in bookstores. When it really accurately reflects the content in the book, persons are going to be able to find it in the bookstores online, persons are going to be able to find it in the bookstore search. So you need to make sure that your book title can also do that. The book title has a significant impact on your book, on the cover design, on the branding, on the marketing efforts, on the discoverability. And that is just a few things that your book title does. It is really essential when it comes to you creating a successful book. Before I go, I want to talk about the potential trademark and copyright issues that persons can have with their book title before they publish it. And what I want you to do is make sure that you do your research. Because when you do your research, you're going to avoid legal issues. You do not want to create a book title that is going to infringe on someone else's trademark or copyright. And then you're going to have to face legal issues that's like legal action, financial penalties, and things like that. Especially as a new writer, and you're now stepping out into the world of writing, your book is now published, and then you are slammed with a legal case because you did not do your research on your book title. You don't want that. You don't have money to be spending trying to fight a legal battle because you could have done some research. Another thing that you want to make sure is that you protect your book title. So while you are researching to make sure that there's no potential trademark or copyright issues, you also too, when you find that there is none, you want to make sure that you protect your book title. So you want to make sure that it's unique and that it's not used by any author or any publisher. Another thing that I want you to do is to research these issues to ensure that your book title helps you with your brand identity and distinguish you from other authors and publishers. And the fourth thing that you want to do when you're researching is that it's going to help you to save time and money because it's much easier and less expensive to change your book title before you publish it rather than to deal with the legal issues after your book is released. 
we just talked about that, especially when you're a new writer. And so it's really important for you to research potential trademark and copyright issues with your book title before you even decide that you're going to hit publish on that. You do not want to have to deal with the legality issues behind a book title. It is not nice. We covered quite a lot today in this episode. In addition to these points, my final words of advice to you would be to trust your instincts. Do not overthink the process of coming up with a book title. It's really important for you to put in the effort to find a right title, yes, but it's also really important for you to get, but it's also important for you not to get caught up in the details. A good book title should be accurate. It should be memorable. It should reflect your book's theme and message. And so you need to take time to come up with a great title. Rushing the process is going to lead to a title that it does not do any of these. It's not going to be memorable and it's going to be a flop. So take the time. Try not to rush the process. When it comes to finding this title, experiment with different techniques. Get feedback. Trust your instincts and your creativity and really, really have fun with this process. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on how to come up with a book name or a book title. I hope that you have found this information to be really helpful. I hope that the tips that I've helped to share with you today really help you on this naming journey. I would love to hear how you went from naming your book. I would love to hear how you went about doing that. I would love to know what your process is like when it comes to naming your book. And if you haven't named your book as yet, I would love to know what is stopping you, what potential names that you have, you know, what's going on in that segment of your life when it comes to naming your book. And so all of this can be really discussed in my Facebook group, doispaces.com forward slash Facebook group. It's our little community across there where we talk about all these things. So please come join us so that we can talk about what's going on with your writing journey. If you enjoyed this episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you can leave a review on your preferred podcast platform and share this episode with other writers who you think would find it helpful. Your support means a lot to me because it helps me to create more content that can benefit you and other writers like yourself. Thank you again for tuning in. I'm Joanna Cole. This is the Book Talks and Business Podcast Show. And until next time, keep writing.